welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Howdy, and welcome to Hashtag Rise and Grind. We are so excited to see you and hear you and be with you today. 
guess what? As usual, I am Lolita E. Walker, and I am one of the amazing hosts for your hashtag, hashtag Rise and Grind. It's been a crazy morning, y'all, and I am so excited to be here. Listen, we have Glenn, who is off getting some me time. We have Marvin, who is somewhere doing some 007 training. We got Sarah, who is working on, she she got to be working on some, some necklace deals, right? For me, some Pop-Tart deals for our friend Scott over there making some things happen. But today, you all, today, we have an amazing show for you. And guess who our guest host is today? Yes, Kim Walsh Phillips. We are going all the way in. Welcome to Hashtag Rise and Grind. We are absolutely back. Hey, y'all, hey. Today, I'm going to kick us off again. Now, you know, you are here. We've been talking about accountability all week long. Today is no different. But today, we're coming from the aspect of, I'm going to get it right, what you can learn from people who transform their life. What can you learn from people who transform their life? Now, when I was thinking about it, I said, mm, who are all the people who has transformed their lives and what am I getting from it? Hmm, I looked at so many different angles, and today, I want to take it from the lessons learned. So I want you to get your pen and paper out, because today I'm leaving you with how many? Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five key lessons that I've learned from somebody who transformed their life. Now listen, I remember back when I first joined Clubhouse, and I remember there was this room. It had thousands of people, and it was called Breakfast with Champions, Millionaire's Breakfast Club. And I avoided that thing like the plague, honey. I avoided it so much because I judged the book by its cover. I looked at the title and I said, Millionaire's Breakfast Club, what I don't need is another almost millionaire telling me what I need to do every single day. I'm just not into it. And every single day I would get pinged into this room. People would be asking me to come. So super shout out to Bernita who kept pinging me every day. And one day I go into this powerhouse room. And what happens? My ears opened up. There was so much positivity happening in the room. And Glenn Lundy pulled me up to the stage. And I said, well, all right. It must have been a profile picture. I said, well, all right. And I added value that day. And I haven't stopped coming back since. And I tell you that because it has been months and months since I've been going to that room daily. But there is somebody that sits inside of that space. I still haven't met him yet. But I will tell you that when I think of transformation, I think of going from one place to another place. I think of a butterfly. I think of this amazing process, this thing that is beautiful yet tough. It's been some hard journeys, right? So when I think of transformation, I think of coming out on the other side, but knowing and standing in the foundation of who it is that you are. So today, I wanna highlight an amazing leader he doesn't know I'm about to say his name, but I'm about to bring it out. You ready? Just bring that. Scott Simon. Everybody needs a little bit of Scott in their life. So today, the five considerations are on the acronym Scott. Absolutely. If you know me, this is not the first time you've heard an acronym. So grab your pen, grab your pad. We're going S-C-O-T-T. -T. You ready? Let's do it. The S 
When we think about lessons learned for transformation and what I've pulled out of this thing, we think about standing in your principle. Stand by your principles. One thing that Scott has shown us is that Scott is integrity. Scott is humility. Scott is consistency. You got to stand by your principles and know the foundation that you stand upon. You got to know it. You got to trust it. You got to believe it. And even when things get a little bit tough, even when the road gets a little bit hard, you take that power, you sit in your pause, and you feel all of that stuff. Because what you know is at the end of the day, you got to look in the mirror. And I am so blessed to have come across Scott. Because every single time he talks, and you all know because he shared his story, he just pulls you in. That is transformation. So that's that S. You got that? Stand by your principle. All right. I know you got it. You ready? We're going to C. That C is about connect with intention. Let me tell you more about that. Just on yesterday's show, y'all remember because you watched it. If not, you got to go back and take a look at it. We had an amazing guest in the automotive space. And Scott said, well, hey, guess what? I want to, I will know you. I will know you. I've heard so many good things about you inside of this space. I will know you. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be on your podcast. I'm going to be taking you to dinner. And, oh, you said investment? Hey, wait a minute. Let me write down specifics because when we get together, we're going to talk about it. I want you to connect with intention. And sometimes that intention isn't about getting something from someone else. Sometimes that intention is, I just want to get to know this person better. They are just a super cool friggin' human. That's why I want to know Scott. He is a superhuman who leads with his heart. And because he stands in his principles, I know he's going to tell me the truth and not rock that boat. He's going to say it whether Lolita likes it or Lolita doesn't. So that's that S and that C. We're going on ahead to that O. You ready? We are going to own our mistakes. We're talking about transformation. We're talking about showing all the way up. Earlier this week, Sarah talked about she's a show up type of person. We are show up type of people. If you are watching this, you are a show up type of person. So we are going to own our mistakes. Absolutely. We got to say, you know what? I am standing right here. I'm going to embrace where it is that I am. I know I was dead wrong for that. So let me go back and own it. Let me say it out loud. Let me recognize it. And then let's move on. Let's learn from it and let's do something. So that was, I'm standing in my principles, right? Yes, I'm connecting with intention. I'm owning my mistakes and then I'm transforming through leadership. A leader, a great, powerful leader is someone who recognizes and trusts that their people, they got this thing without a shadow of a doubt. Somebody who can look at you, pull the greatness out of you. We talked about sometimes you are the greatness that others have yet to see. And Scott, we all need a little bit of Scott in us. Scott is able to see that inside of you. And so when I think of transformational leadership, I think of servant leadership. I think of making sure that your people's needs are first, making sure that they're walking and they're getting those accolades and they're walking because they only make you better. You know, we had a whole leadership discussion the other day and Scott was hashtag all over it, right? He got that red feeling inside and you can feel his passion. Everybody needs a little bit of Scott in them. And that last T, you ready? Take thoughtful action. We talk about the action on here all of the time. We want you to take thoughtful action. Be mindful. Think before you speak. If you're not ready, we don't lead with emotion. Mm -mm. We have emotions, but we don't lead with emotions. Instead, 
we take a we take a deep breath in and we take time we set the pace for response we set the pace what can you control in this situation your response you sure can you can control you so what we do we take a breath we find the power that is in our pause and we grab a little of the sky to have inside of us i'm gonna recap those one more time and i cannot wait 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 to talk to my host but that s is about standing by your principles what's that next one that c is about connecting with intention okay that o is about owning your mistakes absolutely lead with servant leadership that t right is about transform through leadership make that change and know guess what it's about the journey you know that dash between when you're born and when you pass away that dash is this thing this journey make it happen we are not here for eternity and that last c is take thoughtful action let's go to these hosts and let's talk about do you have a little bit of scott in you do you <laughs> lolita you've got me all up in my feels this morning already i mean i was tearing up yesterday and um you know for you to uh, reference me to start this amazing show that i've got so much respect for with rise and grind and uh, so much respect for glenn and let me tell you something your opening is unbelievable your preparation your communication and how eloquent you are it's an honor to run with you and um and thank you so much for all those kind words you you've said about me um i sincerely appreciate you and kim enough about me welcome welcome oh i appreciate you trying to say enough about me like i'm going to change thank the subject that's not about to happen thank um, you what? <laughs> You know, we're in this day and age of people being so boastful, you know, walking around with the shiny, flashing things so that it looks upon them of all that they've done and they brag before they even walked into the room. And what I love is that you offer another way to be a strong presence, Scott. And I think we can look to that, that we can absolutely have massive impact on the world without having to show everybody the amazing success we've had. Instead, we get to be that strong presence that is there for people to depend upon, for there for them to see an example of what's possible. And that's what I'm going to carry into my day. Thank you for that amazing opening. That was incredible. Absolutely, Kim. First of all, welcome to the party. It's not even really a welcome because you're here every week anyway, but it's a welcome to be a co-host and hang with us the entire time. And what I just want to say, Scott, is I don't know if you, when you guys were listening yesterday, when Sarah introduced Scott, did y'all hear her say he has 25 businesses? Y'all, I almost toppled over if I wasn't on top of the, uh, on the screen. 25 businesses. That's transformational leadership. Whether it's him investing, whether it's him grabbing equity out of a company because now he's thinking smarter, right? Whether it's him starting his own company, maybe failing at times, whether it's him mentoring. This man, you don't even have to know all of his accolades to absolutely know that he shows up, to your point, without boasting up in front because there's no need for that. When you already have the gift, you show all the way up anyway. As soon as you walk into a room, your presence is known. And so Scott, for that, I know it feels a little uncomfortable to have folks pouring all over you. We can see the red in you, but I want you to know this, Scott, is that you are transformational. You are transformational leadership. And Lord have mercy, you got the tears coming up in my eyes. But what I want you to know in this moment, in this time, is that we appreciate you and we don't tell you enough about how much you mean for leadership 
when we talked about leadership, people are like, oh my God, I want you guys to talk about that stuff more. I'm all in. You led in it. Look at that. Servant's heart. And you show all the way up. Your story the other day, it did something to me. And I said, woo. Well, guess what? Oh, transformational leadership. I was talking to my little good girlfriend last night. And she said, oh, well, hold up. Wait a minute. You've been talking about Scott. I said, that's it. Done and done. So thank you. Uh, you know, y'all were too kind. And uh, it, it was based how I was raised. You know, I was really fortunate to have two wonderful parents that poured into my brother and I and sacrificed a lot. And I can't let their sacrifice go in vain. And, you know, look, it, it takes some luck. You know, it, it, I've, been, I've been lucky. I'm very, very fortunate to have been given the opportunities to work for Carter Myers Automotive, to have met Liza Borsha. She literally changed my life. And then once you get there, you know, you didn't come this far to only come this far. When you put in hard work, you know, um, when you put in the hard work and the sweat and the blood and tears, you know, that's when it gets really gets good. So, yeah, I look for partnerships and collaborations. I'll share a secret with everyone. Whenever I meet someone, I sit and I listen, like Paul yesterday. And then, you know, I said, hey, Paul, you know, I've heard nothing but great things, which is absolutely the truth. And I've been wanting to connect with him, and he happened to show up on the show. And then we're going to the NADA convention in Las Vegas. Yes, I'm going to get in his circle because he aligns with me. He aligns with, with what I align with. And then, yes, you know, um, I'm going to go on his podcast because that also helps me build my brand. It helps me align with somebody I want to align with. And then, obviously, if there's an investment opportunity, once I go and meet with them and we go to dinner, then, if you know, then if it's something I want to invest in. But I just take the money that I make in the automotive space, which is what I know, and I partner with people that are smarter than me. You know, people like him, people, Lolita, like you, that are in different spaces. And I just simply say, hey, if you're ever looking for a partner, you know, I would love to sit down and chat with you. And there's some deals I don't do, obviously. I can't do them all. But, yeah, the funny story, I part own an antique mall. It's 15 minutes from here. I'm one of, one of uh, there's two partners. I've never stepped foot in it. It's 15 minutes from here. It's the largest on the East Coast. One. I don't know anything about antiques. Two, I don't want to become an antique. So, you know, I just don't, they do a great job. Why am I going to go and mess something up? Plus, I don't know that space. So, you know, we meet with a phone call quarterly in person once a year, and that's one of the businesses I own. And something I learned from Ryan Stuman, I don't want to make the same dollar twice. Once I make that money initially, I don't want to have to work for it again. So I look for passive opportunities and partnerships, but you know, y'all made my morning. I had no idea. You got me all up red, got me <laughs> tears, and I'm I'm on this show that I see all these kind comments for these people that you know that are our tribe, this rise and grind tribe, and uh, you know, I'm just I'm really excited about our guest today, and I'm excited about everything. Uh, we're filling in for Glenn Lundy, which is the visionary, and is the we would this all wouldn't be here without Glenn. And he knows how much we all love and respect him. So that's why we're show up people, Lolita. You are a show up person. I know we reached out to Kim and Kim said, you know what, whatever y'all need, y'all too. I know. And I think, um, you know, so I've done a lot of work with Kevin O'Leary and all Shark Tank, but I think we need our own version. We need on this show, the Spot Tank. It sounds like, it sounds like this is a new segment in the making. Does Scott invest? Like I think I'm 
<laughs> that sounds fun. That sounds maybe we'll do maybe we'll do a clubhouse early. room. Right. They're committing you to dinner earlier this week. I'm saying we go business investing here. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. That is so good. Listen, you all, this has been such an amazing journey, and I'm just so excited to be here. One of the things that I want to ask the people who are commenting is, do you have a little bit of Scott in you? So you know those five lessons that I talked about that we are taking from Scott, S-C-O-T-T. I'd love to hear which one are you taking, right? The S was about staying, right? Come on, um, um. Ramon, because Ramon's in the background making all of it happen. The S was about standing your principles. Stand by them, right? Do you have a little Scott in you? The C. The C was about connect with intention. Are you connecting? All right. That O was about owning your mistakes. Are you grabbing that piece of Scott today? That T, what was it? Transform through leadership. There will be a test at 830. All right. And that final T, you ready? Take thoughtful action. Which pieces of Scott are you taking today to be the intentional transformational leader that you absolutely are? I mean, I'm saying. All I'm saying is this. Michael Strahan better watch out because Lolita Walker is going to be taking his job. I can oh. tell you that right now. Let me tell you something. You are bringing the fire and you are one talented, talented uh, lady and friend. Uh, well, thank amazing you. kickoff. Amazing. Thank you. I make my mini singing debut on one of my poems. I started listening yesterday. Seriously, I am. My second book is coming out. Um, Can we talk letters and poems uh, to reclaim a bolder you? And I was listening to the audio piece of it yesterday. Some the, the beginning started coming through. And there's this piece on there called um, Dear Ancestors. And there's this one little piece that I decided to sing a little bit. I felt something in my spirit. And I said, well, all right, somebody's going to listen and say, well, come on over. And I said, we're going to take it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You're, yes, you're yes. All right. Well, let's think. Uh, Kim. Well, Lily, I have a question for you. Uh -oh. So that was amazing. And I love that you picked up on something. You have that creative uh, content creation brain. You picked up on that thought yesterday. You heard the 25 businesses. You started to think about it. Right. And then you came with today's beautiful opening because of it. When you are struck by those moments, because I think we all could do a better job of picking up on things we could use in our conversations into the future, whether it be creating content online or simply in dinner conversation with our family. Are you writing these things down somewhere? Do you keep track of them? How do you keep your uh, notes and thoughts about things that you're inspired by during the day? <laughs> that is so good, Kim. Um, no, I, I don't think I'm as organized as to write it down right away. Now, some things I do write down right away, but I'll tell you, it's this, um, I guess yesterday, Joelle, it's just this feeling inside of a creative. It's just this thing. And then I think on it and it just comes back and I'm like, well, what is that? Now I do start journaling. I do, but if it's something that's really powerful and it's seated with me and it keeps on resonating, I'm like, wait a minute, let me, and I write a poem about it, quite frankly. Now I didn't write a poem about Scott, but these came to the forefront, the S-T-O-T-T. -T, and it was just sitting with me. So to answer your question concisely, no, I don't always write it down. But when it seats with me and it comes back one, two, and three times, I know it's something that I need to express and get out. So what a wonderful way to be able to express back to Scott that thing that was inside of me. And look at today's title. Come on, God. <laughs> no, no, no. I love that. I love that that's combined. Your brain's amazing. I will tell you, I can't do that. 
if I don't take an immediate note about something, it is gone. So something I, I do, but helpful anyone watching, if I know how when I'm going to use it, like if I, <clears throat> I write in the mornings, I will set an alarm for my phone and actually put that small thought on that alarm. So that way, when I go to write, it's there waiting for me because my brain, once it, once it happens, it's written down, it's gone forever. But I love that you're able to absorb it. That's so good. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This is so good. You know, Scott, if you were to think about right now, I know you have a little bit of Scott in you. Clearly, you got all of Scott inside of you. But what would you add to what we said about transformational leadership? And I already gave him five. But what would you add as a good number six? And then we'll come to you, Kim, for a good number seven. Yeah. You know, I, I truly think, the, you know, People really need to figure out what they want. Like people may look at my life that I have, which I love. I love the life that I have. And that's not bragging or anything, but I wouldn't change many things. And this is kind of the life that I envisioned. And then I put the action behind what I envisioned and made sure everything aligned. Um, but I think it's truly figure out what you want and then once you figure out what you want, build a tribe around you that could fit within that vision that also moves their life forward too. Um, I was winning. I, I've shared this. I was winning in life. Uh, I mean, excuse me, in business. I was winning about 12, 13 years ago. And talk about transformation. I was 265 pounds, um, you know, 42-inch waist. Uh, I think double XL or triple XL, um, I was drinking every day. Um, I was not a good person. I was winning in business, but I was losing as a husband. I was losing as a dad. I was losing as a friend. And if I would have continued down that path, I wouldn't be here today. And then that's when I talked about I was such a low point, I was shaving in the dark. And there's people that are out there that are going to watch this, that are lost, that have lost hope, that aren't where they want to be. Take it one step at a time. Envision the life that you want and then put the action behind it. And I, I know that's not exactly the question you asked me, Lolita, but that's on my heart and I want to share it with somebody out there. And once you move past that, let it go. Let it go. Move forward. But really, you just you got to sit and envision like what, what, what kind of life, like the life that y'all have, y'all have envisioned this life. But I guarantee you, Lolita and Kim, the life that you have now, are you exactly where you want to be? No, none of, none of us are. I mean, I'm not the person God envisioned me to be, but I'm much closer than the person that I was. Yeah. And also find out from your team, three personal, three professional goals. What's important to us may not be important to them, but you can fit their goals within what's in the company's goals. So if Kim wants to buy, pay for her, her children's college. If she wants to buy the first house, Lolita, if you want to, you know, invest in this other business or give back to a charity. Okay. Then this is what you need to perform to be able to do that. And then we mentor and coach our team. We get involved in their personal lives. Um, and we've literally saved someone's life before uh, through, through mentoring our team. So, you know, really get to know your team and then fit them within your dream. But, um, you know, take action. There's a lot of people that I know that have been here for a thousand episodes of rise and grind and, now are here with us and you really haven't you really haven't took took the action to get to where you want to be time is ticking time is ticking and as you get older trust me it goes 
I'm not some old fart that used to tell me this, but maybe I am now. It goes faster and faster and faster and faster. Life does not slow down for no one, no one. And actually it speeds up as you get older because then you have children or grandchildren or multiple businesses, hopefully. So take, take Lolita. People listen to us today. The best thing you could do for us is share this message, comment across mediums, invite people in here, but take action today. Absolutely. Kim, come on in. I know you want to add in because you are giving us number seven. Seven is the number of completion. So let the people have number seven on transformational leadership. Thank you, Scott. You are powerful. Don't try and reinvent the wheel. Not going to get up to heaven and God's going to say, well done, my friend, for wasting a bunch of time figuring out stuff that's already been figured out. But then only take advice from someone you are willing to trade places with on the advice that you are taking. Do that, Ooh. and you will always be the leader that others will follow wherever you plan to go. Kim, you just you just you just shattered a ceiling right there. Only take advice from someone. What you are willing to trade places with on the advice you are asking them about. I saw you on a LinkedIn live, and you shared that too. That right there is powerful. You heard that, y'all? That, that, that's a tweetable moment. That, you know what, Kim? I think that's a tweetable Kim moment right there. So make sure you absolutely have it. You guys got not only five not only five considerations, but you got six and seven right here on hashtag Rise and Grind. What we are going to do is pop on over to some good news. Hey, Ramon. What's up? What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? It's so good to be here. Kim Walsh, you shared fire today. Hey, it's good to be here. Lolita, thanks for leading the charge. What a great segment it is. As I get my mind mentally adjusting, as you hinted, Lolita, from clicking and clicking and clicking and that, that Scott fire that you brought on, man, it's like, you know what? It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And Kim, you always bring fire. Kim, you're one of my favorites. So it's good to be here as well. As I hit my little time of boop to make sure I stay within my five-minute limit. And it is amazing. I do want to give props back to Glenn, Lolita, and Kim, and Scott. Doing multiple things at once is ninja. It's not, you know, the mental energy and dexterity to go back and forth and all that. It's uh, not easy to do. But uh, I'll keep you all on camera for a bit if that's okay with you all. Uh, so I can just move on here. But good morning, everybody. Welcome to Good News on Rise and Grind. I'm Ramon Ray. It is an honor and a pleasure to be here today to bring you good news. We have some amazing good news nuggets today. And we always try to bit, mit, uh, mix a bit of health and fitness and personal development of business. And so we'll see what happens today. How to increase your exercise amount. Amazon brick and mortar stores are expanding and how to deepen relationships. That's what we're going to talk about today. So join in. And by the way, if you're enjoying these good news segments, feel free, feel free, feel free. If you're enjoying these segments to hit me up and let me know what good news you want to share me to share with your tribe or rather good news you want to share with me so we can share with others. And by the way, I'm Ramon Ray. Get to know me better at RamonRay.com or on IG at Ramon Ray Smart Hustle. So let's start today's good news how to increase the amount of exercise. Instead of stressing about a whole workout in your schedule and thinking you gotta do everything, incorporate exercise in your routine in small little ways. What you can do is stand at your desk for a little bit. Take the stairs. Whatever episode we talked about how Scott Simons has amazing thighs. I mean, you know what? Little steps count. And if you want, a little bit more of traditional exercise, what you can do in just one minute or two minutes, do a minute of sit-ups, push-ups, or squats. 
at the end of each hour. So you don't have to go to the gym for the whole hour and all that, but throughout your day, just do a little bit and you can be toned and fit as well. And this is according to personal trainer, Selena Dugan. One minute is all you need to get the blood flowing. NPR first reported on that. Amazon is going to open brick and mortar stores soon. This was an interesting segment thing that I saw. Many of us have already seen Amazon bookstores there. We've already been to many of those around the country. I've been to Amazon facility. That was some time ago. That was good. But now they're launching where you can go try on clothing. And this is in Glendale, California. You'll get to shop the retailer in a brick and mortar clothing store. And the bottom line is you can go to the changing rooms or checkout counters, and shoppers can get personalized recommendations all with the Amazon app. So listen, this behemoth is growing bigger where you can shop for clothing. I think I can speak for Scott. You know, me and him, we're pretty simple in what we wear, but it looks like Kim, Lolita, and our other hosts, they like to get a little bit of bling on. That sounds like a song, Lolita, get a little bit of bling on. We'll see. How to deepen relationships, our third good news segment of the day. If you're craving deep relationships and more connections, and isn't this what we're doing here on Rise and Grind? We're about relationship building. Yes, us hosts are gelling, but with you, with all of you. I see you, Christina Howard, and so many of you, Dora Marie, and so many who are commenting, right, and et cetera. The more you realize how you spend your time, money, and energy, you realize what's important to you. How much time am I spending with Lolita? How much time am I spending with Kim? How much time am I spending with our amazing producer and extraordinary uh, uh, overseer of the show here, Candace? A lot. So that's what's important to you. And that means in the world, I'm saying no to some other people, right? So I think as we want to deepen relationships, especially in 2022, audit where and how are you spending my time? So that's the good news segment for the day as I get to bring on our other host. That was my subtle cue, everybody, giving them a tip so they can get a smile and look up as we change camera angles here live on the fly. That's the good news, Lolita, Kim, and Scott. What y'all think? Well, I know that my uh, pup would be uh, very upset if I started going to an Amazon store because her favorite pastime is barking at all the deliveries I get all day long. So I, I don't know about y'all, but I'd be putting a lot of people out of business if we didn't keep those a moment moment uh, packages delivered. How about you, Lolita? What did you think about the good <laughs> news today? Before you do that, I'm going to honor Malcolm because he missed yes. something, Lolita. Ding, 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 ding. Malcolm, that was just for you. Go ahead, Lolita. <laughs> we need the ding, 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 dings, okay? Only Ramon can do it. I try it on my own. Ding, 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 ding. It's just not, it's not the same. Um, Ramon. I think really what we're finding out is that you really need to be in stand-up. That's it. Your true calling, you are sitting in it right now. Your true calling <laughs> is to give us a little bit of fun and energy and that ding, 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 ding. So let me tell you what I pulled away is that it is okay that I walk from my bathroom because I'm starting one step at a time for exercise, right? It's okay that I didn't go out and walk the whole block, but I walked down a couple steps today, 14 of them to be exact, in my house, and I feel good about that. Thank you, Ramon, because I've got to get in shape one step at a time as I get ready to go into these Amazon stores and try on these clothes. And yes, I heard the song. It was bling, 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 hey, bling, bling. Okay, yes, I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> Scott, that, was, that was almost dancing, I think, for a minute. You were actually, I mean, I that looked try. like it was on point. I did try. That was good. I did try. Thank you for, the, thank you for <laughs> noticing that. It's the effort, Kim, right? It's the effort we make. Go ahead, Scott. 
So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're telling me that Amazon put a lot of brick and mortar businesses out of business and now they're going back in the brick and mortar business. They are. Does anybody see the see what's going on here? It's so they put their mom and pops out and now they're going to brick and mortar. But That's think, it's very interesting. Scott, let me know about this. And again, Elise and Kim, keep me on point with the timing here because my brain is like all over the place. So y'all have to rope me in like clap or say, Ramon, come back. But Scott, here's what I think is happening. And, and, and you know, and we'll, we can riff about this for a minute. Amazon has built a brand, Scott, right? For good or for bad, those, you know, they're a big company. But we know that if there's a problem like Starbucks, there's no question. I've been on chat with them, Scott. Within 30 seconds, maybe, they refunded my money and sent a new product. No fuck. So that's one. Two, they have the big brand. And three, they have a huge ecosystem of people, right, Scott? So that means that now they can reverse engineer that where the small retailer, you know, we struggle just with what? 30 feet, 500 feet, whatever it is. You're in the retail industry, right? That's around it. But Amazon owns that. So I don't know if that made sense what I said or that was a Ramonism that needs Alita or Kim to translate. But what do you think, Scott? Or Lolita? No, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. I just think it's very uh, ironic, I will say, because um, a lot of uh, I know Amazon is a great convenience. Uh, however, they put a lot of great family businesses out of business yeah, right. and now they're going back into brick and mortar. And, and I get it. It's convenience. But I, I would disagree. I love you, Scott, but I would disagree. No one can put you out of business. They can't. You are either going to uh, be able to serve your customers the way that they want to be served and pivot with the time or someone who comes up with a more innovative strategy will overtake your business. And so it is, there's, there's change now. Now, something really interesting with all this, I think what they're doing for the in-person experiences is to create social content, more interaction, more engagement. They recently started the Amazon Lives where they have different influencers who are just doing like we're doing right now. They're going live almost like a home shopping workstation in order to create more of that authenticity and brand connection. And what I would look at if I was a small business right now, how could I take what they're doing so well and translate it to my own business. And the businesses that did, as they were coming in, they started doing the delivery services, the customization of experiences, the keeping your customer information on file. Those are the businesses that have soared. So I would look to see what I'm, what they're doing now and take that into my own company. Yeah, and, I, and Kim, I agree with you. But not a lot of mom and pops have been around for generation, generation, generation have pivoted to that. Go at it, Scott. I mean, Stand we, by your ground. Fight, fight, uh, yeah. fight. Yes, no, tell no, 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 no. I would, I would never. I, Kim's, Kim's super smart, but not everybody is smart as us. And there's a lot of people that haven't changed with the times. Now, some people would sit and say, that's just business. That's just the way it is. But I do know that Amazon has affected a majority, a great, you would probably, you agree with that, Kim, a great majority of small businesses in our local communities. That's why I suggest when possible, buy local. That's my suggestion. So I don't know yeah. how we ended up here, but it's uh, that's just my suggestion by by local. Listen, I want to jump all the way into this, and I know we don't have a whole lot of time before we go to our amazing artists, but I, I tend to agree with Scott right here. I think there's a mesh in the middle of it all. I think in the midst of this pandemic, creativity has come out, and what Amazon did is they took a look at their at people spending and where they're going, and a lot of people are spending a whole lot of money on retail, and they did put a lot of people out of businesses, and I hear Kim and say, hey. Guess what? You are not your circumstance, right? You move your brick and mortar and you still serve your customers. So, yes, that is being done. But what I will say is that 
I hope that what they're doing is going to employ people from that community. I hope that what they do do when they they do these brick and mortars is really give people in those communities that they're displacing jobs in order to make sure that they can continue to fund their community. So I think we're hopefully all giving a couple things here and there. We don't have to agree, but what we do know is that there's some nugget in something for somebody. to me on the screen, Alita, and although that means remote, shut up so we can move on. But I think that you're right. I think Amazon has a huge program of hiring local people. So that's one. And I think blending what Kim and Scott said really is that I work with very large tech brands. That's what I do. The majority of the business with Smart Hustle. We're a big media companies, but we have so much customer service. We send a lot of thank you cards. We drool love on people remembering birthdays. You think I'm scared against the $20 million media brand? You can't beat remote at the game of love. You just can't do it. I'll bring Alexander to kick your butt any day on love. So anyways, Lolita, Kim, and Scott, I'm going to remove myself out of the feed here. Lolita, I'm going to bring you up full circle. It's great to be here. This is good news. If you want to share your good news, just DM me on Instagram. Check me out. We always want to share good news from our audience. And thank you all. And I'm going back to the back cave. Well, all right. Well, we love you in the front cave, but thank you for keeping us on track in the background. Yes. Well, guess what? We have a live performance, you guys. A super shout out to Elizabeth Scott, who keeps us on and popping and just inspired every single day. So we are going to go ahead and hand it over and guess who we're hearing from today. All the way live from India, y'all. We global. Did y'all not know we were global? Absolutely. And we have some marks. So I hope I pronounced your name correctly, but if not, come on in. We want to hear from you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, this is incredible, Sharon. I was enjoying the conversation throughout, and uh, it's it's totally cool. Uh, you know, the name, you can call me anything. You can call me Sam, Summer, Summer PS. That's how I say it. Um, and yeah, this is incredible. And well, uh, I'll pass it back. To you. Oh, no, you are live. We want to hear from you. You ready to go? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. let's do it. Thank you so much. So let's do it. Yeah. Okay. That's it. You got it right. <laughs> Alrighty. So, here's a song, which is a kind of a mashup, which I made. Uh, I call it Heathen's Mashup. Um, and I'd be performing with my guitar, with my drums, and with my bass guitar. And I'm going to try looping in stuff, and I hope you guys will enjoy listening to it. And uh, here we go. So first thing first, I'm just going to loop in uh, my acoustic guitar, and uh, then I'm going to loop in my bass, and then I'm going to go onto my drums and encode them. And there we go. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day.
Goodie looks like you might be one of us. So you better come together right now over me. You come together right now over me. Thank you so much for having me listen to that one. Samar P.S. One second over there. Wait, did you just give us an amazing master class on looping, on creativity, on doing it live? What just happened right there? Thank you. Oh, my gosh. That was amazing. Somehow it was uplifting and moody all at the same time. And he is so talented. He is. I have a super question for Samar P.S. I hope he can hear us. Um, but he, while, he jumped off for a second, but keep going, keep going. He yeah. Jumped off for a second. Well, let's talk about it, y'all, because I felt myself feeling like, listen, between the drums the other day, between the bongos and us feeling like we're in Africa, I just felt like we were moving, moving, moving right there with creativity. How did you guys feel during that? Oh my gosh, it was amazing. I, I mean, it like it was energizing and at the same time inspiring. And to see how much talent you have, and that you're so chill putting it all together, that is a you did not you did not just start that way. You've obviously put a ton of time into your skill and your craft. That was incredible. Yes, thank you. Listen, I have a question for you because, you know, we, we had so many questions. I'm still feeling the music inside my bones. Elizabeth Sky is saying thank you so much for simply being you. So here's the question that I have. I saw process there. I'm an engineer by trade, uh, a poet by nature, and I saw process right there. I saw you looping one thing and then another thing in. So my question is, what type of process do you normally follow when creating? Like, what is your mental process? Well, that's a, that's a really good question because I stumble upon so many things to, you know, create one. And uh, it's a really long, uh, you know, it, it's a time-taking thing when it comes to creating your process. And I actually did not have anything uh, when I started doing this. Um, and I was trying to... Uh, come up with something natural which comes to me and it's going to sound good and uh, in the start it was all messed up all messed up so i started reading about michael jackson huge influence and uh, when i read about how he created music and uh, how he's coming up with beats and how other instruments he was fusing in to create something really good without losing the emotion of the song and then I read about uh, his in read about the books which was written for his music. Uh, I've seen lots of interviews, and uh, there I picked up something because I used to dance. I started dancing when I was uh, when I was fourteen. I learned how to dance like Michael Jackson, the Dangerous. The video is still there, my YouTube channel. <laughs> my father didn't really support me, and then I realized dancing is something which is going to be there in the process. So whenever I create a beat, I try to move myself and then I pick up a guitar to try to fuse that with my moves. 
and uh, there comes the beat with the guitar and the drums and that's the basic thing and then you learn different instruments and you practice mixing them all together in a software and uh, but that was not enough and then i read about how chris martin is creating music so i started looking after his interviews all his books and all the things this guy has done for coldplay uh, including uh, his all the hits why they are hits why they are these sound what's the science behind major and minor so i read about them and uh, when i got the knowledge of major and minor diminution seventh all these chords so i tried in tried infusing them in my music then i came up with something different sound and now i have michael jackson and copay and i also started reading about eminem his life and everybody's i'm a really emotional person so i go with how they de- dealt with the situation and the music that then it's going to come to me automatically when i connect with the artist so that's what uh that was the process you know in the in the background which came up to me and now i'm able to play these instrument and try to make this music which sound kind of woomy and it sound okay to me i hope you guys enjoy thank you so much for asking that question summer ps thank you so much and uh you're going to come back and join us correct you you're going to you're going to perform again i'm right yes sir right yeah Well, thank you so very much. Your your music is amazing. You can just tell you're a genuine soul and and all the comments. I mean, the comments across social media platforms. If you enjoyed his music, please give him a shout out and we'll be sharing it here very soon. But thank you and we'll be we'll uh we look forward to having you back on here very soon. Thank you so much. So, we have a spotlight today of a guest, um a very acclaimed guest and we're really honored So I have Sunil Sunil Godsey here. Sunil, are you here with us today, sir? I am here. How are you? First of all, I've done research on you and wow, you know, you've had quite an amazing journey. You know, look here, you've got two books that we're going to talk about. You've got a podcast. I mean, crush your competition in under 14 seconds. Bam. I mean, that you're my type of guy, so I cannot <laughs> wait to sit and talk to you, but Welcome to Rise and Grind sir. How's your day going so far? Day is fantastic. Morning has been absolutely amazing. Uh lots of content production. Love coming in the morning and expressing my thoughts and just getting right in the groove of intuition and letting it uh make the decisions that make your life pop with success. That's awesome. So for our Rise and Grind tribe, we're, you know, we're we're streaming across multiple platforms. Thousands of people will be watching this. Hundreds of thousands will go back and watch it for people that don't know who Sunil Godsey is. Can you give us a a quick story of who you are? Yeah, my name is Neil Godsey. I'm the CEO of Radical Solutions Group, and essentially what I've done is I've taken this powerful subconscious phenomenon that we all have called intuition that we're born with, and I found that the secret to business success is in making sure that you attract those who are responsible for your success so it's your employees and customers and when i dove right into the research of how trust is established intuition establishes that trust in in as little as 33 milliseconds and by the time an employee wants to work for you or a customer wants to buy from you that exchange of time effort or money takes under 14 seconds to do and so what i found is that when i uh, coached people on how to use intuition in specific areas of their business they were able to capture the top talent and they were able to capture the fiercely loyal customers and guess where they're stripping them from their competition so in under 14 seconds you're able to have your competitors go bone dry on resources and hence 
that's how you crush your competition and in fact eliminate them in under 14 seconds and that's what i do that's awesome so we were just talking about this earlier on the good news we were talking about the impact that amazon has had on the local businesses and now that amazon's going to have brick and mortar stores so if i own a local small business that is going to directly compete with the amazon and i'm a local mom and pop so you can pick whatever store that i have what would be your best advice to me in order to flourish or survive and then flourish going up against someone like Amazon where they can buy your product online or similar to your product online. Yeah. And so one, the one thing Amazon is not going to have is going to have those stories that are going to pull someone emotionally. And so if you're a mom and pop brick and mortar store, what's this, why were you there? How long have you been there? So any kind of the messaging that you want to do has to appeal to the emotions of your, your potential customers in a very genuine way. And we've seen that with the pandemic with support your local business and even here where I live, yeah, you know, and so we, when you're looking at support your local business, you know, we, my family's frequented local businesses because we realize that they are struggling and there's that pull or uh, in that emotional trigger that you need to do. And so once you have that and you have that story and you want to make sure that that messaging is consistent with the experience that you have of who, you, who they are. And then when they're a customer, capture they, their name and address and keep making sure that you keep in contact with them so that you are kind of the brand of choice because in Amazon it's more about convenience uh, and cheaper goods. But when it comes to an emotional perspective, that's what you want to get them into. And then they become a brand, uh, a raving fan for your brand. Um, and then when it comes to employees, make sure you treat your employees very, very well. And so those are also going to turn into raving fans. And so they're going to start t t uh, telling others and treating your customers with amazing customer experiences. And, and my family, we, we've shopped at places that have higher prices than Amazon because that experience that we have with that business is so amazing and we start to tell others that's how you uh, beat the brick and mortar companies that's that's amazing advice so form that relationship do it from a genuine perspective and then turn those people into raving fans not only the consumer but also uh, your your staff and your team yeah. so let, let's talk about these two books that you've got out you know uh, a lot of people out there i think would like to write a book i personally am going to write a book i've talked about it for a little while and i'm going to make that happen i'm going to actually make that happen this year but you've got two books you've got a book called gut and fail fast success succeed, succeed faster. faster yeah yes tell us about those two books if you would like what uh, tell us give us a quick uh, overview of those two books yeah, and so the first book was uh, Fail Fast, Succeed Faster that I wrote back in 2000, started writing in 2012, took me a year to write. And the premise of that book is that through all the experiences that I've had, I've helped so many businesses move move the needle forward in terms of success, success because of the failures or hurdles that they had to overcome. And that's why they called me to help their businesses. And so the premise of that book is if I was to write a bunch of stories of failure from start to, to scaling of a business, then conceptually, if you were to read that book, you should be able to succeed faster because other people have failed. And so when I used to go on stages uh, uh, worldwide to talk about the book, you know, I used to always get this one question, Sunil, give me the one piece of advice that's going to help me, um, you know, move my business forward. And I kind of rolled my eyes saying, I didn't come here with a cue card or a PDF worksheet. You know, this is a 400 page book full of stories and failure until I went back to the audio recordings. When I went back to the audio recordings, 80 to 90% of those who failed had said, I ignored my intuition. I got, ignored my gut. I knew what the right decision was or some form of that. And I completely missed that intuition was the through line uh, towards 
people failing and they just ignored their intuition. And that got me into the science of discovering what intuition was. So we got, and, and so that's how gut was born with lots of MRIs and the complex nature of intuition that, you know, we talk about gut and vo voices and stuff like that, but it's way more complex than that with the four types of intuition and intuitive signals. Uh, and so what I did in the book is I, I got, they dove into the weeds of the research and the four types and each of the components of intuition is, is mapped with a story of someone who shows that intuitive component in action. So people get a real good appreciation for how complex intuition is under the hood of a car, so to speak, but it acts really simply, almost like driving a car. And so that's how gut was born. I love it. You know, go with your gut. I mean, how many times do we get that feeling? We're like, we know this is not a good idea, or we've got a gut saying, hey, this is something that we need to do. So I, I think your advice so far has been spot on. And, you know, talk about this. And I'm going to invite my other two uh, co-hosts on here because I know both of these ladies have something they want to ask you. But I got one more question for you. Th this Crush Your Competition in 14 Seconds. I mean, I just love the title. Thank I you. love the title. That Where did that come from? How did you come up with that title of your podcast? Yeah, so, so when I looked at, um, you know, the, this, the research of the 14 seconds where it takes up to 14 seconds to really earn that trust, that's all you need to attract the top customers and your top employees to your firm. Anything else beyond that is superfluous. So you go into, I, we've all been there. How many times have we walked into a building or a company and we just kind of feel comfortable or we just know that, that something's off? That happens in under 14 seconds. If we go into employees as an employee or go into interviews, we have a good sense of whether we want to work there or not in under 14 seconds. And so what we're doing is, is that, and again, that's rooted in the amygdala in the, where your intuition starts hitting the brain. And so that trust factor has helped us, I mean, ever since we were, uh, you know, born because, you know, your brain is, wants to keep you safe. And so that's what intuition does. And so when you start attracting those employees that really want to stay with you because you've done things right and making the decisions to take care of them and not worrying about short-term, uh, you know, results and, you know, treating them like numbers, those employees are going to feel that. And when they feel that in under 14 seconds, they are going to stick with you, even though there's salaries that are higher somewhere else uh, and they can try that, but eventually they're going to come back to a culture that they really resonate with. And so that's on the employee perspective. On the customer perspective, you know, it's, it's one thing to stop the scroll when it comes to social media, but if that experience is not consistent coming down the pipe or something doesn't, it doesn't jive with them, that your wording is not correct or something's off, or they don't trust you, they're going to get that in under 14 seconds. And it's great to have vanity metrics like likes and shares, but if those don't uh, turn into, uh, you know, paying customers because they simply don't, their intuition doesn't trust you somewhere down the pipe, they're not going to buy from you. But when you have that consistent then they're consistently going to buy from you. And you just have to look at your own purchasing habits. There are, there are brands that I consistently buy because my customer experience is the same in terms of my quality, the messaging, what they stand for. That's why I continue to buy from that company uh, or that business. And other businesses where it doesn't really matter, it's because they, I don't matter to them and it shows in their, in their experience. So I treat them like a number and I don't treat them like a business. So that's what happens on the customer side. So when it comes to what I call intuitive branding, this is where you actually use your intuition in very specific business areas. And you start with your employees. How do you attract and retain them? Because they're gonna tell other top talent to come. And once you're done with them, let's worry about your messaging. Now you have a two-pronged strategy from inside the business 
and outside the business that takes all the resources away from your competitors, again, in under 14 seconds. And your competitors are finished because they're not doing the same. And I've got case study upon case study upon case study. One of the biggest ones I had was taking a struggling $350,000 healthcare company with two co-CEOs that couldn't be trusted. I came in, turned everything around very quickly because we have limited time. And then we ended up uh, going into a three and a half billion dollar company before I uh, t uh, took, I had to go into another consulting engagement. And then they ended up, I ended up giving them a $10 million gift. Uh, and on top of that, six businesses around them in that same city started phoning them saying, hey, listen, can you buy our assets? Because you're draining our employees, you're draining our customers. Uh, we can't survive. So we need to get out of business quick. Please help us with some cash. I love that. Wow. What is incredible? And I think what's amazing about what you shared is that you're combining something that people can sometimes think of as like woo woo, right? The intuition side with science and business and how these pieces come together. Very innovative approach. You mentioned that likes and shares don't matter, but it needs to resolve into customers, right? Yep. What example of a company we might know that does this well? Yeah, so uh, one of the ones that I, I really like is uh, if you look at um, uh, so one of the brands that my wife really kind of likes is is a higher end brand um, and or Lululemon is a really good one as well. So if you look at Lululemon, I'm trying to think of a brand that everybody will like. Um, and so if you look at uh, the, the ads that say something like Lulu, somebody like Lululemon would put out, it's not necessarily about, you know, the clothing, but it's how the clothing makes you feel or what kind of things, uh, you know, what kind of lifestyle can you enjoy? And so when you have the messaging that really appeals to the emotions of what it means to wear the Lululemon brand, it's not about the, the clothing. And yes, there's a brand logo there. It gives you something to stand, uh, uh, you know, stand for, but it's really about who you are. And it gives you that identity. Roots is another one in Canada, but they really are, are big on the Canadian, uh, you know, on the Canadian roots and values. And so, if that really resonates with you, then you're going to be a Roots customer. And when I think about Roots, uh, you know, I think about they have the beaver and the Canadian flag. You know, it makes me proud as a Canadian. That's appealing to the emotional center of the brain. That's where the intuition is. The same area. And so, when I go into Roots and I think about Roots. I'm subconsciously thinking that I'm supporting Canada. When I when I wear a Lululemon, lemon or or you know even a Helly Hansen, which may be a good product, or Columbia for that matter. I buy Columbia outerwear. Columbia has a symbol of uh, quality when it comes to cold weather, and and Lord knows we're cold in Canada. So when I go to Columbia outerwear, I know that subconsciously there's that element of quality. It's thin. It's making my kids warm. There's that emotional tie. And so if you look at their advertising, the advertising is about families walking in, in the snow, smiling. It's about, you know, something being stylish, not bulky. And so subconsciously, I'm thinking about all these things that's appealing to the emotional center of my brain saying, wow, this really resonates with me. That's the type of messaging that you need to have in advertising. Don't just say what your product does and its features. And, and I can figure that out myself. What does it do for me? How does it enhance my life? How does it solve a problem? That's how marketing and advertising should be done. Oh, such power that you are bringing here. And listen, before we have to jump into our next segment with Alexander, who is bringing us all this social stuff, you did you see these comments? They are just so lively. I do have a question for you. Yep. Now, you talk a lot about trust, and I love it. It's a core foundation. What do we do if you are a brand or a person and have lost trust? from your employees, from your clients, from your customers? What is one thing that we could start to do today to rebuild and renew? 
So the very, very first thing is you have to look at yourself. And so what is it about you or your or your company that needs to change? And the first thing I do uh, either in, the, in business is to make sure that they really understand how intuition works for them. So I look at the, the four types of intuition because what happens is we're naturally stronger in one of the four types of intuition, which means that we're weaker in the other three types. And with each of the four types sending you intuitive signals, uh, yes, we can listen to the intuitive signals that are saying, hey, listen, go ahead with this decision or not. Uh, with the one type, but you're completely missing the, the signals from the other three types, which means that's how you ignore your intuition. And when you miss those signals, that starts making, giving, helping you make the decisions that are going to have people not trust you as a brand or as a person. And so when you look at yourself, we work on that. And then I work on core values or your own personal values. What do you stand for? And so when you fix yourself, then you really understand how intuition works for others. And then you can make the decisions to say, okay, I'm working on my intuitive signals because it's strong now. I know what my signals are. I understand how intuition works for the others and trust is a two-way street. And so when I understand myself and I understand others, now I can make the decisions that are led by intuition that has that two-way trust in under 14 seconds. And in some cases, it's really hard. You know, in, 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 the person, in your personal life, sometimes you got to strip away a whole bunch of people, but they're not right for you because you're living through their values and not your own. So when it comes to core values, what are your own core values? And live your life like that. And don't worry about what other people talk about because this is your life. This is your path driven by your intuition, which is always right. And the same with businesses. This is your intuition. This is These are your core values. So hire those people that embrace those core values and then move your, yourself ahead using intuitively led decisions in specific areas of your business. Sunil, how can people find more about you and this incredible content and connect with you after today's show? Absolutely. So they can go to my website, sunilgodsey.com. I'm on all the socials. I've got LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram. I am on TikTok. I don't do any dancing because that's when the intuition of others is going to say, whoa, that's some trouble. <laughs> <So, laughs> you and yes. Scott could do your own non-dancing segment, which is great. <laughs> Sunil, on behalf of all of us, you know, Glenn Lundy, all of our team, thank you so much for joining us today. I need to get on that podcast, you know, Crush Your Competition. I, I need to get on that podcast. For sure. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So send me a link and uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll make it happen. Abs absolutely. And look at Scott making those connections. Come on, hey. Scott. Yeah. Hey, you know what? You got to do it. That's that's right up my alley. I love it. I love you it. make it happen. <laughs> hey, you know what? A fantastic guest. I mean, what a fantastic guest. What great shares that he had. I mean, some people would sit and say, "Well, that's that's kind of common sense." Well. Common sense isn't common for everyone. That's what I've had to learn through my life. And uh, we really appreciate him joining us today. But Scott, can I just say this? You know, now this is the second guest that's coming. You said, oh, I'm going to be on that podcast. And I love it, Scott. I, I am all in. So I'm just wondering, do you get that excited to be on Coaching Cocktails and Conversations? Because one of your co-hosts does have a podcast. And I was just I wondering. Know. I know. I'm. You know what? I, ooh, hold on. I'm going to, I'll go on to yours first. Let me pass it over to Alexander while I go and hold on, I dap my nose where I just got smacked around by Miss Lolita. Hey, Alexander, take this and help me out, brother. What is up? Good morning. Good morning. My name is Alexander Gonzalez, not the fat dad across social. And I'm here bringing you all the things from these social media streets. Or when I like to get a little hood, I like to call the social media streets. Uh, I will say this that I am happy to be on anyone's podcast and will show up when I say that I will. 
<laughs> Just kidding. We're seeing lots of comments on here. I have to give a big shout out, a big shout out to Christina Howard. And let me tell you why. It's not just about commenting. It's not even just about commenting consistently every single day. It's about making sure that you're actually listening. And I'm telling you, Christina Howard comments so many times across all socials. Look at all these things popping up on the screen right now. They're all Christina Howard. Look how amazing it is. This is the key, guys. I know the business that Christina Howard is in. And guess what? She is getting her name noticed across platforms. And I just want to give that shout out out. And she said, and this really touched my heart. And Lolita, you're going to love this. Christina remembers when she initially came into the room and heard you speak, Lolita, and loved hearing you speak and still does. You, my friend, are a powerful leader. We had more to dream and many other people comment that for the last two days, it was difficult for them to find these videos, right? Find the live stream. Guys, we have rectified that. Today should have been easier. And as we're learning and growing, please know that you'll be able to see all of the live streams much quicker, much easier, but you gotta make sure you're following Glenn. You gotta make sure you're following Breakfast of Champions and all of these incredible panelists on here to make sure that you always have access to the live stream. Christina Howard coming in hot with another quote saying you are not your circumstance, move your brick and mortar and still service your customers. Again, quoting Alita Walker, we already saw it pop up that it takes 14 seconds to earn trust. You know if something is off in under 14 seconds. So what are you doing in the first 14 seconds when you interact with someone? Cameron Toth said that small business owners need help with business education because they don't benefit from economy of scale. Healthcare, government regulation, employee time are all tough without scale. Very, very good point. Are you doing what's necessary maybe to fill in the gaps that you're seeing? Because that sounds great. And our producer, our director, our leader in all the things, Candace Allgood says, live looping? Sam Arps is amazing. Love this song. So true, guys. We got to see live and in person him create, and that was unbelievable. And for me, the quote of the day was from Kim Walsh Phillips, who said, take advice from people who you'd like to switch places with in the area of that advice. I think the caveat at the end is very, very important because just because someone's successful in business doesn't make them successful in love. Who are you taking advice with? And are you willing to switch in the area that they are giving advice in? So I love that. That's what these streets are saying. So good, Alexander. And you always come in extra hot. I love that. Christina Howard, yes, for the save today. And I also have to shout out Lynn Luckett, who has been on the ones and twos pouring in. Look at that. Yes, Christina Lolita, as I said it. Isn't that something as we say it? Somebody's listening, Siri, Echo, whoever. But thank you so Ramon. much. Ramon. Is it just me, but whenever I see Alexander or Ramon come on here, I, I just can't, can't help but to smile. I just, when I see your face and feel your energy, if anybody out there in the land that's listening to us is in a bad mood after you hear Alexander Gonzalez or Ramon on here, then you may want to check your pulse because, brother, you always make me smile. You always bring such good news. You're a light in this world, and we appreciate you so much. You know, much. I want to I want to speak to that because for a long time, the smile was fake. 
You know, it never met my eyes. For a long time, I faked being the happy-go-lucky man that I am. And it wasn't until I made true transformation in my life and really started going after my dreams and realizing that I'm worthy of all the abundance that God has for me, that I'm already saturated in the greatness that he's ever intended for me. I simply have to surrender to that greatness that I learned to make the smile not just meet my eyes, but meet my soul. And what, when you do that, it's contagious. And everyone around you can't have but love you and be loved by you. Wow. Ladies, let's, let's unmute and give it. I mean, that's Woo! a great. That's a, I, I got to follow that. Forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> Alexander, we, uh, we love you. We, we appreciate you so very much. You and Ramon make this show what it is. And we wouldn't be where we are today without you. We appreciate you. Much love, guys. Love you guys. Love seeing you, Kim Wash Phillips. You're amazing on camera. You're stunning. You're gorgeous. All the things, Lolita. The only cast member to be here 100% zero missed days. She's going for that free car at the end of the four years of high school. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect attendance award. I love you guys so much. All of love. the things. For having All me. of the things. All of the things. <laughs> I tell you what, I, what, what, what an amazing, what an amazing guy. You know, I've got to meet him in person and he's just as much off the chain in person that he is here on this show. And we really, we really appreciate what he contributes every single day. Please continue to comment. Please continue to share. We would sincerely appreciate it. And I have got a real powerhouse, just a business powerhouse. Whenever she speaks on Clubhouse and I happen to miss it, I go back to breakfastwithchampions.live and I listen to her segments. I've learned really to admire and respect her a lot, her opinions, her business savvy. And here she's just tenacious is the way I would sum up Kim Walsh Phillips. So the next business segment, we're going to be tossing it over to Kim Walsh. We appreciate you being here with us today. You have made this show extra special and I'm tossing it over like in Clubhouse. I'm tossing the mic to you. <laughs> Well, thank you. That was so kind. I might read, I play that morning on a jelly beans. Thank you so much. But I have a question for both of you. A little, a little quiz, a little trivia question. How many times do you think someone needs to be asked to purchase something before they say yes? Well, you know, what do you think? How many times? You know what came in my mind? Seven. Seven. All right. Scott, what do you think? I would say five. Five. Okay. You know what's so crazy about this? There were so many answers when I tried to look up the right one. But you know what wasn't the answer? Either one. Right. No, it was great. I heard spell five. Spell seven. You're both right. So, I mean, poor um, Marvin, who wasn't here today because he actually would have been right on one of these trivia questions. But the reality is the answer one asked just once is not correct but that is what most people will do when they're asking for the sale most salespeople stop after one ask and so the question is why do we need to do it more and why is this so important it's it's crazy i was starting a mastermind meeting that i have i have a group of people for scaling their business these are all multiple seven figure companies and I got on a few minutes later and I'm chatting with some of the early birds and I just went through each one of them and asked them how did you come upon to join this program like where did you come from and it was crazy because each one of them was different 
one of them joined that was already in a lower level of membership and she upgraded. Another one was referred by somebody in our group. Somebody came straight from taking one of my courses. Somebody else heard me speak at an event. Somebody else I got to know from another program I was in. And it went on and on and on. They all had different ways that they had joined in our program, different ways that they become a client, a very high value client. So the interesting thing about this, the one thing that they had in common for all of them, I had made the offer. And that means I had made the offer in all those different areas, all those different times. I hadn't been afraid to offer them an opportunity to work with me. And so here's the thing. I was willing to make the offer so that they could join. I was willing to make the offer so that they could have the transformation. And so you're probably thinking, or you may be thinking to yourself, why am I so comfortable selling? Why am I okay with making these offers no matter where I am and no matter what I'm doing? I had to spend a lot of time and energy shifting thinking around this. I love to give, I love to serve. I didn't always love to sell. But what I finally realized one day, and this was in a moment of prayer and meditation, that I cannot truly deliver to others unless I am willing to get uncomfortable. I am willing to put the impact that I'm going to make upon others at a greater importance than my comfortability. I needed to be committed to get them the success they want, and that comes from getting a commitment from them of dedicating time, money, and energy into having a solution. I can't tell you how many times I have given somebody a free ticket to one of my events and they never showed up. But the person who invested the money, the person who showed, they are too showed up and made all the difference. So I have to be sure to make sure, I have to be sure that my desire for comfort, my fear of rejection is never greater than my desire for impact. You know, I want, if I want to change a life, I have to be willing to make an offer. And those of you in business, if you want to change a life, you have to be willing to make an offer. So give them the chance to get their problem solved. Give them the chance to have a solution. Give them the chance to take their pain away. Make them the offer and impact your life and theirs. And you will both be thankful you did. Wow, Kim, you always bring, that's why you're here. That's why, that's why you have the, the regular segment. Honey. But look, one of the things I said is you are talking to Lolita E. Walker. You know how sometimes you're in church and the pastor talks right to you and you're like, God, he will be with me today. You are talking right to me. So I just wanted to say super thank you so much, Kim, for always coming through. And I think what really resonated with me was when you first started, how many times right? Does it take before someone buys? And you need to do more than one, more than two. So thank you so much. That's what I pulled. We have a couple more minutes. So Scott, what did you pull? Hey Kim, that's, yeah, I think the big share, and I can, I can relate to this so much. I offer free mentorship to my staff and I limited about 20 people out of the 160 and I'm about to start another course. I'll have five or 10 that'll drop out. And I don't charge them. It's just part of them working here. You know, we talk about life. We talk about health. We talk about relationships. We don't talk about sales or the car industry really at all. And we don't touch religion because we're not going there with them. But anyway, 
you know, I don't charge them. And, but yet I have people that are offering me thousands of dollars to coach or mentor them. And I'm just don't do it. That's something I currently don't do in the future. Will I possibly, but I literally don't charge them. And because I don't charge them, if I charge them, I guarantee you, guarantee you 20 out of 20 would be there. So I think that's a really important message that you shared with everybody. They have to be invested. When you do something and you don't charge what it's worth or what you're worth, the people aren't going to put into your coaching or whatever platform you have. So I, I totally resonate with that. And that was spot on, Kim. And it's no, I mean, it's no doubt you're so successful. You always share such solid advice with everybody. And it's, it's something, one of those things, I so appreciate that. It's one of those things that see what, we just had a great uh, guest talking about intuition. When you start to talk about the thing that you're selling, when you start to make that offer, does your energy change? Do you get uncomfortable? Do you take a pause? Do you lose momentum? Is the person that you're speaking to feeling that? That might be the reason why your business isn't growing as fast as you want. Get good with making the offer and you will find it so much more easy to bring more clients in the door. Yes, yes, and yes. Absolutely love that. You know, we're about to move over to our musical guest, Tamar P.F., who did a little something for us today. I have no doubt he is bringing it all the way back live. But one of the things, um, honestly, Kim, that you you really have hit the head, the, the head today. You've really done it with this business thing. It has me thinking. So let's go on over, and we're going to toss it right on over to Tamar P.F. Let's get into it. Hey, Tamar P.F. Here you go. Thank you for putting me back on the spot. And uh, I was really enjoying the conversation. I was taking notes and I uh, wanted to learn. There's so much to learn in this room. I've been in this room before and I keep taking notes. You know, everything, everybody who pop up with any uh, ideas like marketing or uh, every, every the way you can promote your things. It is just amazing. Incredible how people share their ideas. It's just amazing. And uh, well, coming to the music bit, uh, I was uh, I was vibing with a song from a uh, from a I think a week ago, and uh, I really resonate with everything which has been written in the song. It's incredible, and uh, the thing is, the hope and the love we know we spread love. We know what is love. We know what is hope. It doesn't matter if we are single or we are in a relationship. We know what is love is, and love and hope they're gonna travel till our deathbed and we're going to take something from life it's never going to die and uh, in the song there's uh, this can be he or she they expect to be loved and we all are loved but it's just that one thing that we expect somebody to love us that's beautiful that's always stays inside of us and here's a song which is called if the world is ending I would love to share this one here we go <laughs> I'm gonna keep this song acoustic this time. There we go. And I was distracted in the traffic. Didn't feel when the earthquake happened. Really got me thinking what you are drinking. But you're in the living room chilling, watching television. It's been a now. Think I figured out how, how to let you go and let communication die out. Cause I know, you know, we know you won't spend for each other. It's fine. 
But if the work was ending, you come over, right? You come over when you stay the night. But you love me for the coffee. All our fears would be irrelevant. If the work was ending, you come over, right? Skype be falling and I hold you tight. And there wouldn't be a reason why. We would even have to say goodbye. If the work was ending, you come over, right? Right. If the work was ending, you come over, right? Right. I tried to imagine your reaction. Didn't scare me when the earthquake happened. But really got me thinking, like we were drinking. Stumbling the house, didn't make it past the kitchen. It's been a now, think I figured out how to let you go without ripping at my heart out. Cause I know, you know, we know you weren't sound forever and it's fine. I know, you know, we know we weren't meant for each other and it's fine. But if the work was ending, you come over, right? You come over and you stay the night. You loved me for the hell of it. All our fears would be irrelevant. If the work was ending, you come over, right? Sky'd be falling and I'll hold you tight. And there wouldn't be a reason why. We would even have to say goodbye. If the work was ending, you come over, right? Right. The work was ending, you come over, right? Right. Thank you so much for having me listen to that one. Woo-hoo! Oh my goodness, Samar P.S. You did not disappoint. Listen, this one had a different type of feel. It had a different type of energy, still super powerful. I wonder if you could describe this song to us. How would you describe it? Like I said, it's it's a hope that there is this person, he or she, they expect to be loved mm-hmm. in just a hard time because there are odds and nobody want to face the odds all alone. We are not scared. We just don't want it. We can do it. That's going to uh, if we get through, that's going to just give us a different perspective. How would you deal with things all alone? But if you love somebody and you know what company, uh, what feel that company gives you, and you can be yourself in front of you, can just be you. In this world, there's only one place. And if you can be, why, why don't you want it? You want it. You want it all the time because you love that person. And yeah, in this song, it just goes like this. There's this odd, if there's this earthquake, and he or she, they expect their loved one to be there and just not care for that moment, even if they have to say goodbye, that's okay. But in that moment, they just want to feel that love. I would say that. Thank you. You know, I'm a woman in my uh, late 40s who um, is impossibly not hip. 
And so I listen to Hipster Cocktail Party on Pandora. That's the station I listen to because I don't know the names of the bands to put in to have anything else. But I'm just going to put in Smart and just have it play all day long because that was amazing. I love the difference between this song and your earlier song. And they're both, they're two songs that I've heard many times before, but I never felt them the way that I did today when you performed them. That was such a gift and I'm so thankful for you. Thank you, I'm really grateful. Thank you. Yeah. Listen, you are hashtag amazing. We are so blessed to have had you and we know that you're coming over to Clubhouse, right? Cause we know people have questions for you. You gonna be there with us? Yes, ma'am. Definitely. Oh, we love it. Glenn is here, so we can't wait to hear from him as he closes us out and gives super shout outs, and then we are headed over to Clubhouse. Hey, Glenn. Hey, I just, I just, I just gotta say, like, I had to get a front row. I had to get a front row seat. I was watching on my TV to see, like, I got the show back there on the TV right there, and uh, I was watching the show, and I was just like, golly, this crew right here is killing it, and then my dude right there with the tunes, I was like, Dude, I mean, can I get a seat up front? Like, I want to get a seat up front. This guy's got some amazing, amazing talent. Uh, my daughter was listening. My wife was listening. And I was just like, wait a minute. I can get a seat up front. I, 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 got, I got the link. I can hop right in and go front row. Thanks to Candace always having all of the assets that we need to make an incredible show. Uh, Ramon, you know, the last couple of days have been interesting here in the in the in the Lundy House, and so uh, I've had to take a backseat, which is a, a rare role for me in the last four years when it comes to Rise and Grind. And to see all of you rise to the occasion and take a front seat, and not only over, not only like deliver on the show but over deliver and make it better, right? I'm like, dang, this is better. Is it better without me? No, I'm just kidding. It's better. The show is amazing. Candice, you're phenomenal. Kim Walsh Phillips, thanks for jumping in here. Scott Simons, as always, my guy that I've, I'm going into battle. I want Scott Simons by my side. Lolita, you, you, you killed it on the opening of the show with your Scott acronym, which is absolutely incredible. And so the whole thing's just been phenomenal. Alexander, of course, amazing. Uh, Elizabeth Skye bringing the guests together, Sarah McCord and all the work that she does to put the pieces together. So I just had to hop in and say, I love you guys. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be back. Hopefully tomorrow I'll be back um, on the show. We'll have everything together here in the Lundy house. That is my hope. Uh, but if I'm not, I'm not worried because y'all are killing it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just had to hop in and say, say that. Hey, Glenn, it's been an honor to, uh, you know, to cover for you. Of course, we miss our dear friend Marvin. We hope he's recovering. We hope he comes back tomorrow. But Glenn Lundy, like they said, E.T., you need to, you need to come home. <laughs> you need to come home to your show. Uh, you know, uh, this is very difficult. I don't know where we would be without Ramon. Right. I don't I don't know where we would be. Lolita has not missed a show. Candace is the bestest. She's the if that's a word, I don't I'm making up that she's the best. <laughs> Kim Walsh Phillips. I mean, what a stud. What what an amazing, amazing person. Filled right in. But Glenn, um, I, I hope your whole family's feeling better, but we need you to come home. <laughs> I love it. It's the trust for me. It's the you know what? I'm gonna try to be back tomorrow. That's the game plan, but just in case. I got the trust for the team. And right there, that's the power of it all. Thank you so much, Glenn. I cannot wait 
to get back on Clubhouse and hear what everybody has to say about this juicy one right here. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.